Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 124 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast my eight favorite business books. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Well, my intention for this episode is pretty straightforward. I want to share some of my favorite business books with all of you. These are all books that I personally have found valuable and helpful along my journey. So I can't say that every single book on this list will apply to you, your business, or be helpful to you. And unfortunately, none of these are retail books. None of them are about retail businesses. I have yet to find one that is truly helpful, and I'm guessing many of you haven't either. In fact, on April 13th of this year, when my team and I were teasing the launch of the Savvy Shopkeeper quiz, I hope all of you have taken the quiz. You can take my quiz at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash quiz. I highly recommend it. But when we were teasing the launch of that quiz, we made a post on social media. And we'll share the post uh, in the show notes. But it was in poll format. And we were asking what you think or what the people who follow me on Instagram and Facebook think might have been the special project that we were preparing to launch and almost Every responder on Instagram said they they thought I was publishing a book. And I'll have to admit, I was flattered. And trust me, the thought has crossed my mind. I don't think I'm there quite yet. I have several ideas. So in the future, yes, I would love to write a book. And I think there's such a need for all of us independent retailers to have access to books that could help our businesses. I just haven't found any yet. So in the meantime, I thought it would be helpful to share some other business and mindset related books that could be helpful to you. Like, why would I hold back on you, right? (laughs) I just really want to share these with you in hopes that even one book could help one person. Now, I have to admit, I'm a book in hand kind of gal. I enjoy holding and reading a physical book. So I own hard copies of most of these books that I'll be talking about. But I do have one on audio, and I have one in a Kindle app. And I think this was my attempt at exploring different versions of books. But I still simply like a physical book. Another, probably another reason is I know that I like to take notes, and I like to highlight, and I like to do certain things, and I like to refer back to it, and I like to mark pages. My books can tend, can tend to get a little bit messy. Like It's not anything I can hand off to anyone else normally because I really use the book. And I think part of it is I know I want to share bits and pieces in the future 
or I know I want to revisit them, or I want to see where my mind was and why I highlighted something the first time I read the book, because I do enjoy sometimes going back and reading these books a second or third time. Now, we will have all of these books linked in the show notes at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 124. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 124. However, if you can, please go buy these at your locally owned neighborhood bookstores. And if that doesn't work for you, feel free to use the Amazon affiliate links in the show notes that we'll be providing. I get it that maybe you maybe you don't have a local bookstore that you can visit, or maybe it doesn't carry these some of these books that I'm going to mention. Again, do what works for you. But of course, I want to be able to promote and push and encourage all of you to go to a local bookstore to get these books if you can. Okay, let's get started because I have a lot to say about this list of books, and this episode might be longer than normal. I also want to add that I am completely healthy, knock on wood, everything is fine, but I noticed that I've been losing my voice. So if it sounds a little froggy, scratchy, that's why. I don't know why. Uh, I feel great, but maybe because I've been talking too much. Anyhow, these are not in any particular order. The first book I have on the list is called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. And this one is by Gary Keller and Jay, I think it's Papasan. This book is so good. This is the one book, and now I laugh because I it, it's called The One Thing, but this is the one book that I actually have on Kindle. And I realized that I actually, I do like Kindle because you can actually grab snapshots of quotes from the book, and the app actually creates a graphic for you, like a shareable graphic that you can put on social media, and it gives you like multiple design options. It's actually a really cool feature. You can highlight in the book, you can bookmark pages, there's a lot you can do in the app that does make it feel a little bit more like me having the physical book. And I'm sure the app is probably capable of more that I mentioned. And I want to add that the convenience of having a book already in my phone is another cool feature because I don't, I may not always be carrying the book that I'm reading, or I don't want to add it to my purse. My purse is already heavy. So it's nice to know that in a situation where I might have some downtime and I can read that it's already in my phone. Okay, enough about, I think it's Kindle. I said it was the Kindle app, right? Enough about digital books. So in the show notes, I'm going to actually share a couple of examples of the quotes that I actually pulled from the book when I was reading it. I actually I had these saved in a photo album um, in my phone. So it was easy me easy for me to go back and grab them. So I'm going to share what they look like again. And it actually says at the bottom, hashtag Kindle quotes. Okay, so why is this book? I'm gonna why is this book? good. I'm going to read a quote to you from the Amazon listing. And it says, if you want less on your plate and more for your life and career, tune into the number one Wall Street Journal bestseller, The One Thing. The One Thing will bring your life and your work into focus. The authors teach you the tricks to cut through the clutter, achieve better results in less time, dial down stress, and master what matters to you. So I highlighted in chapter 10, the focusing question, and this is the question that the authors suggest that you ask yourself. And it's, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, 
everything else will be easier or unnecessary? Such a good question. And I'm going to say it one more time. What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? This question, when you ask yourself this question, they say that it sparks focused attention, and it really does. I'll have to do an episode on the tool that I now use or the practice that I implemented. Just this year, I think I started doing it to keep me focused during my work time for Savvy Shopkeeper. I do the majority of my work on a laptop, and it's so easy to get distracted, but my system essentially holds me accountable, and it essentially does what the authors are suggesting. It's telling me what's the one thing I can do, and not just that, but what I stress to myself is I'm going to work on that one thing, and I'm not allowed to move on to the next one thing until I get that first task done. Again, it sparks focused attention. However, the authors just don't talk about this in the sense of like time management. They also talk about the one thing concept in general for like businesses. What's the one thing you can do or offer in your business? This is a great read for someone who feels scattered in their business model too. It's just a good read all the way around. I highly recommend it. The next book on my list is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. This book, oh goodness, I have to give this one so much credit. I think this book was one of the first books I read when I was preparing to actually take my own big leap from full-time government employee to full-time entrepreneur. So this one holds a special place in my heart. And I'm going to read a description from the back of the book. It says, In the Big Leap, New York Times bestselling author Gay Hendricks reveals a simple yet comprehensive program for overcoming our one barrier to happiness and fulfillment, providing a clear path for achieving our true potential and attaining not only financial success, but also success in love and life. The author of this book introduced me to two really important concepts, and I actually share these a lot when I'm coaching or when I'm in Master Shopkeepers. He talks about the personal upper limit. This is a negative emotional reaction that occurs when anything positive enters our lives. The upper limit problem not only prevents happiness, but it actually stops us from achieving our goals. It is the ultimate life roadblock. And he also talks about the fears around this. So for instance, let's say all of a sudden your retail business gets extremely popular and maybe you're doubling your income, the upper limit, or your maybe it is your income too, or your revenue. The upper, the personal upper limit problem kind of kicks in when you're reaching like a a level of success that makes you uncomfortable. And then your brain wants to make you stop or slow down because there's fear involved or whatever it may be. He talks about how to break through that limitation to achieve what he calls our zone of genius. Now, there are other zones too, and I won't reveal them on this podcast episode. I really think you should read this book, but it was enlightening to see that in my adult life, I had never really been working in my zone of genius, not like I am now. So I love that part of the book too. Anyhow, 
I could go on and on about this book. It's a it's a short read. It's an easy read. You're going to get lots of aha moments out of it. And I think it can apply to anyone. It isn't just in business. It is helpful for business owners, but it isn't just for business owners. The next two books may not be helpful to everyone, but if scarcity, especially around money, is a mindset roadblock for you, you will appreciate these two. I read these books when I identified that my thinking around money was scarce. I've talked about this a lot on previous podcast episodes. Thoughts like, I'll always be poor. I'll never make an income that I've always dreamed of. I can't possibly make that or do that. Like, not me. It's just not in the cards for me. It's not in the cards for someone that came from where I came from. It's just never going to be me or I'll always be hungry, all those things. So the first book that I want to mention, this is book number three on my list, is Get Rich, Lucky Bitch by Denise Duffield Thomas. This book is about money manifestation. So if like the woo-woo and the universe aren't your thing, you may not like it. However, I found it really enlightening and I found her journey because she shares a lot about her journey in this. I found it extremely interesting. And if you don't know what manifestation is, in the simplest terms, manifestation is putting your intention towards something that you hope will happen than watching it happen in real life. It is a good book, again, if you feel really scarce around money and you want to start building that muscle in your brain and in your body and all of your being so that you don't always feel poor or you don't always feel like there isn't enough money. Number four on my list is You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. It looks like Sincero, but I'm pretty sure it's Sincero, S-I-N-C-E-R-O. Again, we'll have it linked in the show notes. This book also does involve manifesting and a lot of conversation around manifesting, but it also has some other tangible tips. Like in chapter eight, it's titled Decisive Action, The Choice of Champions. Now, you all know I love to take action, but I have to be careful because action from a scarce mindset versus an abundant mindset will get me to very different results. So this chapter really spoke to me. It was really the the chapters at the end, and I think it was because I read Denise Duffield Thomas's book first. So I was like, okay, I understand the concept of manifestation. I understand what I need to do there. I understand you know, what that concept is, but I wanted someone to talk about the more tangible steps. And I feel like chapter eight and then moving forward in Jen Sincero's book really gave me the actionable steps to take. So for that, again, for these two books, I highly recommend it for Money Mindset. Book number five on my list is We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. The subtitle is A Woman's Guide to Earning More, Building Wealth, and Gaining Economic Power. Now, this one might sound like it's a money mindset book. And yes, parts of it, I think, I'm sure parts of it probably address it. But this book, this book helped me tremendously during the pandemic. In the first 12 to 18 months of the pandemic, I was processing for a multitude of reasons I was processing a lot of program thinking. I was processing a lot of emotion. 
around being and growing up as a Latina woman in a poor community. And during my life, I experienced lots of marginalization and plenty of misogyny too. And I I had never really taken the time to process it because I was just like an action taker, a doer, or I always wanted to tell myself, you know, I'm not a victim. I just get stuff done and I move forward and I'm not letting any of that hold me down. So instead of processing all of that, I just push through, push through, push through. This book provided me with stats and information around these topics, and it actually fueled my determination and mission more than ever, not only as a Latina, but as a woman. I read this book once, and I gifted it to my biz bestie. Now, she's not a minority. She's not a a woman of color, but she is a woman. And she took the book and read it probably within a day or two. And she didn't want to part with it. So I gifted it to her because she loved it as much as I did. So I ordered another copy for myself, which I won't let go of. But this is a book I want to gift to all women. So here are some things that Rachel says in the book. You do not set a boundary to control other people's behavior. Boundaries aren't about saying no to other people. Boundaries are about saying yes to yourself. So good, right? The next one was, it wasn't until the 1960s that it was common for a woman to have her own bank account without her husband, father, or brother involved. 1960. Now, this is me saying this. This isn't her quote. This was not that long ago. And it was such a, I don't, I want to say like slap in the face. It was, it was, you know, an enlightening moment. I'm sure I heard that in the past. I'm sure I learned that in history classes. But it's a reminder to do what I need and want to do to continue to move this needle for all women moving forward. It was just so many things that I think, again, I either like blocked from my mind or didn't pay attention or because it wasn't affecting me at the time, things had changed. I just didn't consider it. But 1960 was not that long ago. We've made progress, but we need to make a lot more progress. The next quote I have is, it's time to forgive ourselves for believing that we are bad with money because it's not our fault. We need to heal our relationship with money so that we can stop under-earning. Two big things. So many shopkeepers, because I have, I've had hundreds of conversations with many of you, think that you're bad with money. And the other one, you're under-earning. So this one really spoke to me. And the last quote I have that I pulled from her book is, in 2018, out of the $130.9 billion in VC funding that was awarded to entrepreneurs, again, I'm just going to go back and say it, this was just 2018, women only got 2.2% of the pie. Now, she does cite the statistics in her book, just so you know. She cites a lot of information in her book so you can actually get the original source. And then she countered this quote or she countered this stat by saying, companies with a female founder perform 63% better than investments with all male founding teams. And businesses by women deliver twice as much per dollar invested than those founded by men. So you can see from this book, it was very enlightening, very empowering. I can go on and on. I've read this twice now, and I'm pretty sure I'll read it a third time. 
Now, I just want to add that Rachel's content and what she teaches, it leans towards serving online service-based business owners, not retailers exactly. However, this book is so empowering that I think it's worth sharing with all women and some men too. You might find this very interesting. Number six on my list is The Joy of Missing Out, Live More by Doing Less by Tanya Dalton. This is actually a book that I stumbled upon uh, because it was a part of a gift package that I sent to all Master Shopkeepers in year one. It was went to all founding members of Master Shopkeepers. It was a great gift box. And the name of the company, I should mention the gift box company, is Mama Needs Box. It really helps moms. It's, you know, it gives them something to look forward to every month, a way to treat them. But Mama Needs Box is the name of the company. And she was kind enough to collaborate with me and shipped these boxes to all of the Master Shopkeepers members. And in the box was this book. So of course, when I received my package, I opened it and read it immediately. I think all or most of the members who did read the book, who received it, they truly enjoyed this book. And it's one we can probably go back to again and read every year. That's a sign to me that it's a good book or that it's genuinely helpful or that I get a good tidbit from from it every time I read it is when I know I want to read it a second time. So for this book, if time management is a struggle, this could be a great one for you. So from the Amazon listing, I'm just going to read the quote about the book. It says, doing less might seem counterintuitive, but doing less is more productive because you're concentrating on the work you actually want to be doing. Through this book, you can learn how to identify what is important to you and clarify your priorities. Develop ways to streamline your specific workflow and discover your purpose. Now, you all know my tagline is work less, profit more, and grow. So this one really speaks to me. And again, if you feel overwhelmed and you feel like you're just doing too much or giving too much to your business or you don't have enough time with your family and friends, I highly recommend this book. Again, it's The Joy of Missing Out. Now, I've taken up enough time, (laughs) but I have two honorable mentions, and I'll keep these short. Number seven on my list is Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. When shopkeepers struggle with cash flow or want to get better at cash flow, I have recommended this book in the past. I do have one disclaimer, though. It's really not written for retail business owners. So for all of us who have implemented a version of Profit First, we've done it with like parts and pieces of what comes from the book, and it is very helpful. He makes a lot of really valid and helpful points in the book, particularly for all business owners. But I just want to add that it's not perfect or the most ideal for retail business owners. It can still work, and it it works decently. I mean, it actually works pretty well. I use it in my own business. Now, I have lots of content, especially in Master Shopkeepers on this topic, so it's, this book is definitely worth a mention. I also have a blog post about the book, so we, we'll be sure to link that in the show notes too. But again, if you want a system for cash flow management, this could be a good one for you. Number eight is Atomic Habits by James Clear, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. 
Now, obviously, this one is all about habits, and we all have personal and business habits that we either want to kick to the curb or those that we want to build and become consistent with. So if you struggle here, this is a great one to read. I have this one on audio, and I actually really enjoyed listening to it. Um, I enjoyed listening to the author read the book on the audio version, but I do wish I had a physical copy. So that's my list. I hope you find this episode and the books I shared with you helpful. I recently joked in Master Shopkeepers that I've been trying to read some more business books, but they just keep flopping. I I think I have a stack of five on my nightstand right now. I pick it up, I read one or two chapters, and they're just not doing it for me. There just isn't enough specifically for retailers for me to push through the book. None are taking me to the finish line. None are for retail business owners, and it's frustrating. But I am grateful for this list of books that I just shared with you. They've helped me, they've helped mold me, and they helped get me to where I am now. If you have a business book that has made a difference on your journey and you want to share it with me, please DM me on Instagram. I do really enjoy reading. What I don't like is buying a book getting one or two chapters in, and then tossing it over to the side because it's just not working for me. And I want to mention one more thing. If you think this episode would help another business owner or another shopkeeping friend, please share it with them. You know, this is the one thing I never really mentioned is some of these episodes could really be helpful to our fellow business friends. So share this one with them. And if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 124. That's where you'll get the whole list of books, all of the links so that you can learn more about the books, the blog posts that I mentioned, all the good stuff. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.